Imagine this. You've left your wallet, your credit card, your cash in your room, but you're invited anyway to take in an ocean view at the best seat in the house of a fine restaurant. The service is excellent. You're given a menu without pricing and are encouraged to try a little bit of everything or to just pile up on your favorites. You finally try that dessert or that drink you've never had. And when you're finished, you simply thank the server and walk away. It sounds like a dream, but all-inclusive resorts turn these dreams into reality. I'm Mary Herendine, your host. Thank you for joining us on Traveling with AAA. Today, we are vacationing in one of my personal favorite ways, the all-inclusive way. Joining us with his own experiences on all-inclusive resorts is Jack Richards, the president and CEO of Pleasant Holidays, a travel industry great and winner of the Best Tour Operator Award for an unprecedented 18 consecutive years with the latest in 2021. Jack Richards, welcome to Traveling with AAA. Thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you, Mary. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Now, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, Jack? What got you interested in travel and why you're so passionate about it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been <clears throat> president and CEO of Pleasant Holidays for 15 years. I have spent my entire career in the travel industry. I've been with airlines, uh, online travel agencies, and other travel companies. And I actually started as a tour guide in the business, taking groups all over the world. And I fell in love with the business and stayed with it forever. Wow. It sounds like you're in the the perfect spot then to be the president and CEO of Pleasant Holidays, having lived your entire life in that industry. Could you share a little bit about Pleasant Holidays, what your mission is as a travel business? Yeah, our mission is to create memorable memorable vacations, and we actually aspire to be the leading travel company in the world. Uh, We're one of the largest travel companies in the United States that is focused exclusively on leisure travel. We've been in business for over 60 years. We're a subsidiary of the Auto Club of uh, Southern California since 1999. So you're telling us all about Pleasant Holidays. It is incredible. And um, what an incredible opportunity um, to speak with you about your business. Like I said, 18 consecutive years as the best tour operator. So that's incredible. Now, I also hear, like me, you're a huge fan of all-inclusive resorts. For those who don't know, what exactly is an all-inclusive resort and how do they differ from other vacations? Yeah, an all-inclusive resort uh, differs from other resorts because it includes a minimum of accommodations, three meals per day, most alcoholic beverages, uh, most non-alcoholic beverages, all the gratuities, entertainment activities, and and more in one upfront cost uh, without taking out your credit card for the remainder of your trip. So it, it you know the cost of the vacation upfront. Uh, and you don't have to pay for anything once you arrive. Now, these are typically located in tropical destinations, most commonly in Mexico and the Caribbean and some in Costa Rica. Uh, They're designed to feel like paradise with swaying palm trees, white sand beaches, lovely swimming pools, whereas a non-all-inclusive resort includes just your your hotel room and tax. So you get no meals, no drinks, no entertainment or activities included. Uh, and all inclusives are very popular with destination weddings, honeymoons, family reunions, as the host doesn't have to plan any events or do anything else. 
And then families can also go because they can take advantage of child care options or daily kids club programs. So tremendous difference between all-inclusive and non-all-inclusive resorts. It's huge. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love in the first place with all-inclusives. The first one I went to was to a Sandals Resort in St. Lucia, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And not just because the location was beautiful um, or even the resort, although it was, it was incredible. Um, But it was because of that freedom that you're talking about, the freedom that came from being able to enjoy all the activities I planned for, some I hadn't, um, not feeling guilty if I had to miss out on something um, because I'd, you know, paid so much when it was just included I was able to just do that um, you know budgeting up front and not have to worry about anything once I got there I loved it now mine came with some activities what type of activities might travelers find at an all-inclusive resort yeah well I've been to St. Lucia as well and that's one of my favorite islands Gorgeous. in the Caribbean so we share something in common but the, the activities entertainment will actually vary depending upon the resort type that you pick because we do have all-inclusive resorts for couples only mm-hmm. uh, with no children or we have fam- what we call family-friendly all-inclusive re- resorts. So adults-only uh, resorts usually in- uh, include immersive activities such as dance lessons, cooking mm-hmm. classes, wine tasting, Uh, windsurfing, non-motorized water sports, and golf green fees if you're staying at an all-inclusive resort uh, that has a golf course. Now, uh, there are family-friendly resorts in the Caribbean called Beaches that's part of the Sandals operation. There's one in Turks and Caicos Islands and one in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. And they have kids programs with certified nannies. Uh, They have a Caribbean adventure water park, Sesame Street, Xbox Play Lounge, and others. So (laughs) depending upon where you want to go and what the purpose of your trip is, you can find just about anything you want, any activity you want. Yeah, that's what I found at at the Sandals in St. Lucia. I was able to stay at one but play at all three. So I was able to go to the other resorts on the island eat at the restaurants, play, you know, do the dancing, all of that while I was staying at one resort. And that was just, it was an incredible experience. Just so many different things to do um, without worrying that I had to pay anything extra or, hey, since we did this tonight, we can't do that tomorrow. Or let's budget tonight because we want to go out and go big tomorrow. It was great. Now, um, for families, you said something about Xbox. Tell me a little bit more about how they're catering to that younger generation or that kind of, you know, preteen, teenage group. Yeah, uh, Beaches Resorts, which is part of the Sandals, uh, really is caters almost exclusively for kids, and they have everything designed for kids. A Sesame Street uh, parade. They have a Carib- yeah. Caribbean Adventure water park with water slides and fountains. Uh, essentially anything for kids and then parents if they wish to drop their children off for a day uh, they have they have a certified nanny program to watch over uh, the children during the day so the adults can go out and do something else so this is probably our most popular uh, family all-inclusive resorts in the Caribbean in Turks and Caicos and Jamaica that's incredible well I actually um, have taken my kids I have two little ones and they've been to all-inclusive twice already in Cabo San Lucas. And I love the um, fact that I could have that nanny service um, just to get away for an hour or two to have a nice dinner. Um, the, the first night we went out to dinner, we didn't do that. And um, my child promptly took his shoes off, stuck them on the table, and... <laughs> 
<laughs> probably end, ended the romantic night for all the other couples that were there. So once I found out about that um, opportunity for babysitting just for a few hours, it was great. I actually went to the spa. My husband went surfing. And both of us were able to get a little bit of something extra out of our vacation because of that um, because of that option. They also had like a kids club and that was amazing. I know a lot of a lot of these resorts have that. Now, what about for singles? Is are there any resorts out there for singles who still want to have fun and enjoy some nightlife, great food and meet people? Absolutely. Uh, there are several all-inclusive resorts that cater to singles uh, and they offer signature meet and greet parties, unique entertainment options, and a lot of the, the activities are, are centered around uh, single people. There's Temptation Cancun Resort. Uh, there's Breathless Resorts, Secrets Resorts in both Mexico and the Caribbean. And these offer things like 24-hour room service, concierge service at the beach or the bars. Uh, and, you know, essentially singles can feel very, very good about visiting this. They're gated communities with their own private security. So we're seeing a, a fairly significant increase in solo travel uh, to the all-inclusive resorts as well. That's amazing. You know, I've seen a lot of people um, not making excuses to get out now. Just, you know, instead of looking for a group to go with, they're just getting out there and doing it. And I think that's a great option, especially for a traveler who hasn't solo traveled before. Um, that's really exciting to hear. Now, when I traveled to Mexico last year, it was right in the middle of, you know, a lot of COVID restrictions. We're still in this pandemic. And I was really pleased with the resort's handling of the testing guidelines. Are there any COVID-related advantages of staying at an all-inclusive resort right now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, many of the resorts in both Mexico, Caribbean, and Costa Rica were really the first to provide an on-site testing uh, for COVID-19 before you re-enter the United States. It's a requirement that you have a COVID-19 test, uh, I think, three days before to come back into the United States. And these resorts were the ones that began offering it very early on. Some of them are free. They're included in your rates, while others will charge a nominal charge. And then they really changed their uh, safety and sanitization protocols mm -hmm. uh, during uh, during the pandemic that actually continue on today. Uh, some all-inclusive resorts used to have self-service buffets, mm -hmm. and now they have switched to server-only meals uh, and practice social distancing in the, in the restaurants. Uh, and in most of the all-inclusive resorts that we do business with, without got certified sanitization protocols that continue today. So I think from a health and safety standpoint, this really appeals to a lot of people because in addition to that, a lot of these have private security and they're gated. So only mm -hmm. guests can come into the resort. That's what we found at, at the Sandals as well, is that it was just very secure. It was, I just felt very safe there. Um, never having been to the island before, I thought it was amazing. And then with the uh, COVID-related advantages, I realized, you know, it was great. Um, instead of me having to serve myself at the buffet, we were getting the service. I felt like it was even upgraded service. And looking at all they were doing to keep things sanitized and clean, I, I looked at it as if it's probably more clean than ever because they were <laughs> hyper-aware and hyper-focused on it. But it wasn't... Um, it, it didn't encroach on our having a good time. There was nothing about it that stopped us from really feeling relaxed and enjoying ourselves. And it was just a great way to get out. We were so ready after um, being home for a while. And that was last year. So again, here we are a year later. And I'm thinking, when are we going to go back? I'm ready. 
I know, <laughs> you know, a lot of those advantages to me with little ones, when I take them out to a restaurant, you know, they order something and then they don't want to eat it. And when it's so expensive, you know, you're paying 25 bucks for that kid's meal with nuggets. I'm like, we're taking this with us. We're going to eat this later. But at an all inclusive, you know, OK, if you want to try this, I feel better about them trying and I get to try whatever I've never had before. And I don't feel bad about it now. There's a lot of advantages. Are there any disadvantages to staying at an all-inclusive resort? Might it minimize your opportunity to enjoy maybe the local culture? Well, uh, you know, I think uh, we need to remember that guests at all-inclusive resorts are free to come and go as they please. So Mm -hmm. they can go on their own sightseeing tours, shopping tours, or if they want to dine off property to get away from the resort, they're free to do so. And then most of the all-inclusive resorts uh, have a concierge desk to help plan off-property excursions and experiences that guests can immerse themselves in the local culture if they want to. I think one of the disadvantages uh, to me would be, and if you're an adventure traveler, meaning those who want to get out and explore every day, they may get bored in an all-inclusive resort, Uh, because all-inclusive resorts are really designed for relaxation. So Mm -hmm. if you're an adventure traveler uh, and you want to go exploring every day or hiking every day or whatever you want to do, maybe an all-inclusive resort is not the best option for the adventure traveler. Uh, And that's really important for, you know, our listeners to hear because if they're looking for that type of experience, being really clear with their travel advisor, letting them know what they are looking for, they might find that some of those all-inclusive amenities might go to waste for them. Um, So, so yeah, that's important for you to uh, let us know about that. Now, um, I like to relax, but I do like a little bit of adventure. And I was excited that in St. Lucia, they did offer us like a, a shop into town to go. Um, we did some shopping around with the locals. And then we also did this incredible hike, um, a catamaran, you know, sail. We did um, this great restaurant after this really long hike. It was just beautiful. And, you know, the food was cooked by locals. It was in, you know, one of their restaurants. It was just a really amazing experience. And all of that was set up by the resort. I didn't have to go out looking for it. And then in Mexico, of course, the zip lining, um, me being (laughs) afraid of heights, I did find it the most exhilarating thing I'd ever done. I really enjoyed that. And that was set up uh, in Mexico. It was awesome. Now, um, some travelers, I, I like to be able to budget beforehand so I don't have to budget while I'm there. Um, but some travelers, like we said, might find that doing some research or really having clarity on what they want is going to be important. What should people ask before booking an all-inclusive vacation? Well, I think it's really important that they discuss it with their travel advisor to find out uh, what will best fit your needs and the, what is the actual purpose of your trip? So if your purpose of the trip is relaxation, that'll send you into a particular type of all-inclusive resort. If you want to be a family, you have to go, you should go into a family resort. Or if you're a couple uh, on a honeymoon, you probably want to go into a couples only resort. So there will be some people who don't drink alcohol, for mm-hmm. example, and, and may feel that perhaps they're overspending But I can tell you that even if you don't drink alcohol, an all-inclusive experience is a great value because you usually have numerous restaurant options, numerous entertainment options, 
uh, and a lot of immersive experiences and some are both on property and off property, uh, for example, that you can't get at other hotels. For example, my wife and I went to Sandals Antigua, mm -hmm. and one day we did a volunteer uh, program at a local school where mm -hmm. we actually paid to go teach children for the day. And it really was phenomenal and let us experience not only Antigua, but we met the people. We spent a half a day teaching children. And we're starting to see more of that uh, come through in the all-inclusive uh, all resorts, offering that type of experience if you want to do it. That's amazing. I love that you were able to kind of give back. You know, you take a little something away um, during your vacation, but you're giving a lot back. And I think that's great. You know, one of the things I realized when we were there. I mean, we're, we're having all of this luxury, but how do you give back to the locals? And um, for me, it was like, you know, tipping or kindness and things like that. But, um, you know, I love that you were able to do that volunteer opportunity. Do you find that that's more frequent? Is that happening quite a bit at other resorts? It is. They're putting in sustainability and local cultural volunteer projects. Uh, some you can go clean up beaches if you want to do that. Uh, others you can go teach at a school. You can help build things. You can do a variety of different things. So we've seen that come about over the last two years. That's awesome. I, you know, I'd heard about that before, but I didn't. I wasn't aware that this was part of you know all inclusive resorts that they're also offering those options. So it's it's really great to hear. Now some travelers um, are not sure what to do on tipping. I know for mine at Sandals it was you know the tip is included, um, and it usually is for all inclusives. Are there places or resorts that are either for or against what I might consider customary? Absolutely. Uh, for example, Sandals forbids tipping. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's part of their policy. They don't like it. They don't want you to do that because they want you to feel that you've paid for everything up front. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think although gratuities are, are considered included for your stay, most Americans will tip for good service, particularly as you get to know uh, your butler, your housekeeper, mm -hmm. or your nanny. So it, it really depends upon the individual. There's no obligation to do so. But, you know, it's kind of an American tradition to tip right. for good service. Right. Yeah, I consider it customary. So when I was in uh, Sandals, for instance, I felt like I was being rude not to tip. And they were like, oh, please don't. Um, please don't tip <laughs> me. And, you know, really um, deterred me from doing that. And then I also realized that they really do give top-notch service. I mean, it's world-class. And they probably don't want you to feel like you have to do anything extra to get that world-class service. Um, and you and you just saw great treatment, great service all the way around. So that's that's good to hear that you know some places really are against it. Some people might still want to tip, but just understanding that beforehand, I think, is important. Now um, we talked about you know Antigua, we talked about Saint Lucia, you know, all inclusives in Mexico. What are you seeing in terms of popular places or resorts to visit um, and all inclusive right now? So uh, we offer almost 400 all-inclusive resorts, uh, in, and most of them are in Mexico, in the Caribbean. There's 11 in Costa Rica, and Costa Rica is very popular, too. However, uh, most of these, the most popular ones, are in Cancun and Riviera Maya, Mexico. Uh, Los Cabos, Mexico is right up there. The Dominican Republic and Jamaica are number one and number two for us. Wow. Uh, in the Caribbean, uh, Bahamas is number three. Aruba and St. Lucia are very critical. And then beaches in Turks and uh, Caicos Islands 
uh, is very, very popular, probably our number one family all-inclusive resort. That's all that beautiful water and those white sand beaches. So, of course, I'm not surprised that those are um, popular. And also being to Los Cabos myself, I mean, we could go back there all the time. I'm um, here in Southern California, so it's just a short plane flight uh, with me and the two kids. And keeping them on the flight for the minimal amount of time is important for us. Now, are there any all-inclusive resorts in the U.S.? I believe there are, uh, Mary, but we do not offer any in the United States because uh, of the. Uh, there's key differences between a U.S. and a non-U.S. all-inclusive resort, so we do not offer any today. Okay, fair enough. And then what tips do you have for travelers to best enjoy an all-inclusive resort stay? I think it's very important that that all travelers research the resort in advance and find out what's unique and what do they actually want to experience before they go there. And then be sure to take advantage of classes, cooking classes, wine tasting, dances, concerts, whatever it is. And usually there are special events going on on the calendar, so it's always good to check before you go. Probably the single most important thing is know the dress code before you go. Uh, to the gourmet restaurants because uh, most of these are gourmet and mm-hmm. luxury and it's uh, resort elegance is required. And what that means is you can't wear shorts into a gourmet restaurant. And we see this all the time where, uh, you know, you're at a very luxurious resort. They made reservations for a gourmet restaurant and they get turned away because the resort will not let you come in shorts. So research the dress code. And then there's optional things that I would recommend you do. For example, in Antigua, uh, I arranged a romantic dinner on the beach at sunset Mm -hmm. with white glove butler service and premium wines at extra cost. Now, you have to do that in advance because they sell out relatively quickly. So I would recommend if you've never done that, that is just phenomenal. And then uh, spa treatments are typically not included and they're considered vacation extras, so that will be additional cost if you want to do spa treatments while you're there. Uh, Golf green fees are typically included if you're staying at an all-inclusive resort that has a golf course. However, sometimes caddies are mandatory and not included, and sometimes you're required by the resort to have a mandatory golf, uh, golf cart, which is also not included. And then for the wine enthusiasts or champagne enthusiasts, All of these all-inclusive resorts offer premium wines and champagne at additional cost that can make that special night even special. So do the research, speak with your travel advisor, and know in advance what you want to do, and I think it will improve your experience. Yeah, that's really important, especially with it being more popular right now um, to book those things in advance. Make sure that if it's something that you want to do that you're getting that on the calendar and planning for that in your stay. Now, finally, Jack, what's ahead for Pleasant Holidays? Any news you'd like to share about new destinations you're exploring? Well, first and foremost, let me tell you that over the last couple of years, uh, Pleasant Holidays has negotiated exclusive AAA member rates at many of the popular all-inclusive resorts in Mexico, Caribbean, and Costa Rica uh, with the major hotel brands such as AM Resorts, which is the Secrets brands, the Dreams, and Breathless. Ryu Hotels and Resorts, Iberostar, 
And then there's a brand new hotel in Mexico focused on art called uh, Hotel X Correct Arte oh. uh, in Cancun and the Riviera Maya. And that includes unlimited entry into their uh, parks. So that's new. Uh, we're always looking at new destinations and all-inclusive resort options. They, they open all the time. Moving away from that, uh, we're very, very close to launching uh, Indonesia and Malaysia in June. Wow. And then China uh, as a destination for us will launch in 2023. Uh, we're also going to launch South Africa, Cape Town and Johannesburg in September. Uh, and then during the uh, pandemic in 2020 and 2021, we really took the time to build out our secondary city portfolio uh, in Europe that included uh, the secondary cities in Italy, France, and England, such as Manchester, Birmingham, Liverpool, Bordeaux, Lyon, and Strasbourg. Okay, so my mouth is agape here. I'm hearing about all these new places. <laughs> I'm just blown away. China, South Africa, that's incredible. It's it's great to hear, Jack, and I can see, you know, the smile on your face as well. As a lifetime lover of travel, I bet you're excited to venture out into these new areas, and I'm sure um, listeners will be excited to hear, hear what's in store and when they can start booking those vacations. So thank you so much for sharing with us that special news or special trips that um, I didn't know that you had. Yeah, well, thank you. That's exciting. And so, Jack Richards, I just want to thank you so much for being here with us today and and for sharing a little bit about your experiences and all this on All Inclusives. And thank you to our listeners for being with us. If you are planning a trip, be sure to connect with a AAA travel advisor. Check out AAA.com forward slash travel or visit your local branch. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. I'm Mary Herondine. Thank you for traveling with AAA. And again, thank you so much, Jack. Thank you. Thank you.